Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk. Comedians or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money. But are your bills accurate? It's estimated over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. To save, visit HealthLock.com today. Motherfucking mini episode. Mini episode. Motherfucking mini episode. Shauna Paul, Shauna Paul. There it is, there it is, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another phenomenal episode of My Mama Told Me. The podcast where we dive deep into the pockets of black conspiracy theories. And we finally work to prove the theories that you, the listener, have at home. It's a motherfucking mini episode. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I was trying to do this by Sean. Were you a Sean Paul guy? I I thought Sean Paul had it for a minute. I really liked him for a little bit there. I really really thought it was fun. He was cool, too, because he didn't really uh, talk much. He just kind of, like, made hits and minded his business. And it was like, how can you root against this dude? We have no idea what he's about. Nah, you don't know his principles. You don't know what he what he believes in. You just know Sean Paul makes good music and has thick ladies dancing to it. Yep. All I know is he likes that dutty rock. I, he talks so little. I didn't even know if he really had an accent. You know what I mean? No, like, he could be a Puerto Rican for all I know. <laughs> Those islands are near each other. Yeah, Sean Paul could have sounded like fucking uh, Colin Powell, and I had I would have had no yeah, idea. He could have. He could be Daddy Yankee's cousin. I don't know shit about that guy. <laughs> and that's how I like it. That's how. <laughs> that's how we like it. <laughs> I'm Langston Kerman. I'm David Bory. And this is this is a motherfucking mini episode. We we get emails from you guys every week. We we cherish them deeply and and we love to uh talk some shit about the emails you send, both legitimate and illegitimate shit uh to be said about all of your your messages. And we have we have a message today. Yeah. I would say 
I wanted to piggyback. We do love and cherish your emails, but sometimes we hate them. <laughs> sometimes you say everything wrong and it makes us angry. And I think that's where we're coming from today. Yeah, I think I think we got a message from a person named Sean. Sean sent us an email that was already from the subject line. You go, wait a minute. But the subject line says a white man's perspective on black men in dresses, which is a paper I never asked to read. (laughs) (laughs) I'll be quiet. Nobody, big dog, nobody wanted this. This wasn't. We weren't sitting around being like, what did the white men think about the black men in the dresses? We knew. We kind of knew. We knew. So that's what the conspiracy is about. And you brought this on your head because what did you think the response to this email was going to be? (laughs) Did you think we were going to feel warm cuddlies inside of being like, finally, the white man is ready to to speak to us about the thing that, that we already have been talking about? But you're a fan, and our fans are masochists, so we'll read your stupid email. Yeah, we'll read this dumb shit if that's what you want. All right. Yeah, you got it. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Do you want me? We can pause. I'm going to read it all the way through, and then we can go back and dissect it. No, I think we'll pause naturally. I think we'll we'll both read the... the moments where it makes sense to maybe take this in and, and reflect for a second. All right. Perfect, perfect. All right. It starts out... Good day, gentlemen. I hope you were well. Gross. Yeah. Already don't love it. I was a little white boy growing up in rural Oklahoma in the 90s. I don't like any of that. I thought a black man in a dress was hilarious. And it was because black men were big and scary. Fuck. And, and seeing them, specifically Eddie Murphy, a the masculine, biggest, the, the biggest and scariest of all the black men, if Eddie you, Murphy. If you thought Eddie Murphy was one of the scary ones, don't go to Detroit. What the fuck are you talking about? Eddie Murphy was the big scary black man. That you want? You didn't watch basketball. Eddie Murphy is a cool 5'9 and can't take his shirt off. What are you talking about? Tiny nipples. <laughs> All right, but yeah, I thought I thought black men were big and scary and seeing them, specifically Eddie Murphy, emasculated by dressing up as a woman, dot, dot, dot. Just the juxtaposition, you know, dot, dot, dot. It was Fuck. great. God damn it, Sean. This You this is... motherfucker. <laughs> God damn it. Sean, what are you trying to do, man? Why did you send this to me? This feels like a private journal that I... you're... <laughs> you this wasn't have... for us, man. You couldn't have possibly thought we would like reading any of this. No, this is crazy, Sean. You're bugging. But keep, keep going. It was great. All right. There was only one black kid in my elementary school, I could tell. And seeing a black person in public was a rare occurrence. Mm. The only mm. black people I knew of were huge, giant athletes. And God damn it. Here's the thing. <laughs> it's not even so much that that I'm unaware of what you're attempting to articulate, Sean. You, you grew up in a place where you weren't around black people, and therefore you had a skewed perspective of what black people were, could be all of the things. It's the... It's the fucking adjectives you're using that so make worse. this feel pointed in a way that it huge, giant, monstrous athletes like, God damn, man, relax. 
We yeah. know how big athletes are. Nobody's confused. Yeah, we about can't... how big LeBron is. Also, I don't like. I don't love you typing this out like this is an interesting point. <laughs> like you're typing this like a i give a fuck and b like i didn't know that your basic ass was scared of black people you think this is not what i would have thought you felt about this had you just yeah. been like you could have stopped it at, i was a little white kid growing up in rural rural oklahoma i could have wrote the rest of this fucking yeah email. no and so the the conspiracy made sense to me end of email yeah this is, this is exactly what I needed to affirm myself and my community is seeing black people made less than by dresses. And then it's also like you're telling this to black people. You think we didn't know that this is how you felt? Yeah, no, you are you are strictly affirming the fear and not at all uh, illuminating a new thought. But maybe maybe the end of the email, Sean, will take us there. Maybe right. we are being unfair in our judgment please continue all right the only black people i know knew of were huge giant athletes renowned for their masculinity dot 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 and michael jackson who wanted to molest little white boys all right fair enough i <laughs> 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 can't argue about that that's <laughs> it feels odd that you added it but but it's not untrue yeah okay and oj simpson who wanted to kill our women. And we thank him every day for that, Sean. Uh, <laughs> this is really where the, the email starts to sing. My parents weren't racists or anything. They are very good people. <laughs> the fact that, that you can see, even if he's saying, yo, I am not this anymore. I am a future self who does not feel these things. These are old thoughts that I'm cycling through. The fact that you can see that for yourself as an older version of yourself and not think that your parents had anything to do with the making of a child who would see all of these things people as monstrous giants who needed to be emasculated is fucking crazy. Well, this is where this is the where the plot twists. David even met my mom at his show once. Oh nice. Yeah. <laughs> but here's the thing also is She's like, get over here, nigger, take a picture. <laughs> <laughs> But also, this whole justification, I don't think he did get this from his parents. Um, I think this is like, I don't think this is a thing that was indoctrinated as much as he looked around and got this. You know, does that make sense? Yeah, this is just like uh, he took in, he, he, this is nurture, not nature. This, yeah. Uh, this but is, his own nurture. This is, yeah, this is like, some shit that he did for himself. I don't get the feeling that like his parents were like, hey, look at this movie the nutty professor is so funny when black people wear dresses yeah you know what i'm saying right uh, <laughs> yeah just growing up in the 90s with basic cables showing me movies from the 80s i got the black impression black people were tough rough and strong Fuck. you didn't watch like the cosby show yeah you know uh silver spoons theo had on that weird shirt that was about his yeah rough and tumble as he got in the, a different the whole world series. Family matters, none of that stuff. 
Yeah, Urkel. Urkel was rough and and strong to you. Yeah, this feels like you kind of cons- only consumed a certain type of media. Yeah, but all right. Uh, yeah. So growing up in the '90s with basic cable showing me movies from the '80s, I got the impression black people were tough, rough, and strong. So seeing the Nutty Professor, where a black man was a fat idiot <laughs> and sometimes a woman, fucking hilarious. Wait a minute. First of all, he was he was brilliant. a college professor. <laughs> he literally created a serum Don't for <laughs> transforming his body in an instant. He wasn't dumb. <laughs> he was the brilliant, the most brilliant man on the planet. The smartest guy in the whole movie. <laughs> He wasn't like walking around with doo-doo stains in his sweatpants. Uh, he, oh. was, he was literally just fat. He was like, oh, I confused my mayonnaise and my toothpaste again. Dog. It's like, no, you, the entire premise of the movie is that he's actually a beautiful spirit, like a brilliant mind who is just being overlooked because of his obesity and then miscalculates and makes himself fucking skinny. It's not that he's Dumb. <laughs> Sherman wasn't even the comedic relief in that movie. Buddy Love was, and everybody Fuck. else. I mean, I guess the other fat people, but nobody was stupid in that movie. <laughs> they were, they were ignorant, I would say, but but certainly not. They literally some of the most insightful moments come from the father, who, uh, yeah, he has chicken nuggets spilling out of his mouth when he says it, but they, that doesn't take the insight away. He's not an idiot, man. It's also funny because he's like, not only was the, not only was the big scary black man. A fat idiot. Also, sometimes a woman. Fuck, man. <laughs> God damn it. And then Sean. <laughs> Sean, please, man. <laughs> and then he goes on to say, dot, 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 fucking hilarious, hilarious spelled wrong. <laughs> That's because he was laughing so much he couldn't even find the keys. He was like, God damn, I keep thinking about it. That's hilarious. I keep thinking about that fat idiot. That big old fat idiot. I love it. Oh, man. Uh, okay. Uh, P.S. In 99, I moved to Dallas. There were plenty of black people here and everything is fine. <laughs> well, I think that's up to uh, us. Yeah, I don't, I don't know that you get to decide <laughs> that, Sean. And uh, yeah. he has one more note. Love, Sean. PSS, don't wear the dress. We will be laughing at you, not with you. Well, mm. that's one thing I can agree with in this email. Sean, we knew that the second you wrote this email. Uh, we had no doubt. and And thank you for... Uh, only affirming what we we already believed about you and quote unquote your kind. <laughs> it honestly feels like you didn't listen to any of the nuance of the episode at all. No, nah, my boy, my boy ran with what he ran with, and I respect that. Yeah, like I hope now. I hope that like I hope that you wrote this email before you listened to the episode because that is one pet peeve. You ever have it where you talk to white people and you're like. Oh, you just don't listen to anything I've ever said. Yeah. <laughs> you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. It's like, oh, you just, uh, you just, uh, you you take the funny parts out and you don't listen to anything else that God said this whole, because that was like, yeah, we know. 
Yeah, no, none of this was was a revelation for us, Sean. But <laughs> but we do now feel differently about you specifically. I'd Bummed say, out. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I think I think we were we we've never uh, told our white fans not to write us or, or felt a need to to separate you all from us. But but there's one that we we don't need any more emails from. <laughs> <laughs> There's at least one out there that that maybe could keep the rest of his emails in the future. It was crazy. He was like, I just want you to know it's because you're scary. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah. I don't really have much else to say about that. Well, I think we did it. I think I think, Sean, uh, thank you for for all that you do. I'm not thanking you for that. <laughs> and and more importantly, if you uh, where where can they find you? Tell the people where they can find you. Well, anybody but Sean can go to bringdavidaplate.com <laughs> and come to one of my live shows because I worry that you are also a guy who loves crowd work clips, Sean. Yeah. Uh, but anybody else. <laughs> <laughs> But anybody else, yeah, I'm on the Aluminum Foil Tour. Come out, buy some T-shirts, buy some merch. I will be, after this comes out, uh, Indianapolis, Cincinnati, Morgantown, West Virginia, Columbus, Ohio, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, uh, Springfield, Missouri, St. Louis, Missouri, New York City, Worcester, Massachusetts, Kansas City, Missouri, Sioux Falls, South Dakota, Minneapolis, Minnesota, Come on out. Bring David for those dates and ticket links. Cool Fuck guy jokes yeah. 87 on Instagram. Follow David. Go see him. Bring him a plate. Do all that shit. And if you want to follow me, you can see me uh, or, you know, follow me at Langston Kerman. Uh, I would love to acquire you as one of my minions. <laughs> and as always, you can you can see me live uh, 10, 13, through the 14th, I'll be in uh, at the House of Comedy in New West, Westminster, British Columbia, uh, Canada, as it were. I'll be 1020 and 1021 at Dead Crow Comedy Room in uh, Wilmington, North Carolina. Then I'll be in Vermont Comedy Club on November 10th and 11th. And then November 17th and 18th, I'll be at Hyenas Comedy Club in Dallas. I'd love to to hang out with y'all there. And more importantly, if you want to send us your own drops, your own conspiracy theories, if you want to prove that you are, in fact, one of the worst ones, uh, like Sean, <laughs> send it all to mymamapod at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. And that covers that. Bye, bitch. Motherfucking mini episode. Mini episode. Motherfucking mini episode. Motherfucking mini episode. Mini episode. Motherfucking mini episode. Mama, 
Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring.